Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm right here with Nikki Kinzer. Well, hello, right over here. Hello, Pete Wright. How are you? How are you? Oh, we said that at the same time. I'm. We did, and I'm going to go first because I'm so good. And I'm going to show you uh, on the live stream. If you're on the live stream, Patreon supporters are on the live stream. They can see how exciting it is that I got a new lid for my water bottle. I have one of these giant tankards. Look at how huge it this is. is. Look, it's like Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> did you lose your lid? It's Why huge. do you need a new but lid? No. Oh, this, you, this tankard is, like an is so troublesome. Lid. Yes, because it used to be just a cap. You'd unscrew the thing and you'd drink it like a thermos. Right. But but you can't drive around with that because you're constantly pouring water yeah. on your face. So I got a sippy oh, lid like a that. child. You have an adult like a sippy cup. Sippy, sippy cup. And it has made my life appreciably better. Good for you. And I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how good I am. How are I'm you? I'm doing great. Yes. It's, my, it's the yeah? last day of You don't have a new sippy for cup. For my kiddos today. <gasps> when so we're jealous. recording we this week. next week when people yeah. are listening to oh, it next week. Yeah, they're no, going to already in, be in summer then we're in alignment yeah. yes good so yeah I'm doing good oh that's so good yeah it, it totally changes the dynamic and we're in that that very much that well in this case it, it's sort of that senioritis vibe everybody's done yeah. everybody's very done they're ready to be done and be out of it and it's it makes evenings tough when there's still homework and final and studying and you still have to, to get up early and, in the morning oh I don't know I don't care yeah, for I don't it either. I'm glad I it's done I don't care for it uh, but I am glad that we will, by this time next week, we'll be able to catalog our own successes. And that's what we're starting. This is sort of part one of two yes. uh, as we wrap up our spring season here at the ADHD podcast. We're going to be talking about well, how do you catalog your own success? How do you define your own success? That's what we're going to jump into here. But before we do that, a couple of announcements. First of all, head over to TakeControlADHD.com, listen to the show right there, or subscribe to the mailing list right on the website, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode goes live. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD and call us. No, you can't. We got rid of that. No, phone we still have it. You can connect with us. We do? You haven't gotten rid of it? No, because I paid for it before we decided oh. to get rid of it, and it's a year thing. All we right. still have the phone number. Well, call. <laughs> if you want to, you can call us, 503-664-4ADD. Yeah, there go you ahead. go. I triple dog dare you. In fact, this is a great week to do that because we're still collecting your success stories for our show next week, and you know what? Since we have this phone number that no one really ever used, this is but your I, chance to make that news that, that yes, number shine. Yes, and I got to tell you, though, what's really funny about that phone number is right before I got yeah. on the call with you today, I noticed there was a message. And so I checked the message. Yeah. Guess what? I a story. won a free getaway somewhere <laughs> for the weekend. It's your own success story. Yes. I don't know how I got that, but they're giving it to me for free. That's better because <laughs> all of my voicemail that come in now are you are under arrest. Agents are watching your the house. Oh, so terrible. Ridiculous. Oh, they're yeah, just the worst. Uh, hey, uh, a, a quick plug. Check out Nomo Robo. Uh, I put that service on my iPhone, and it's just fantastic. Actually, with the caller ID, shows up a red dot and says, no more robo, like verified spammer. Ooh, so you just don't even answer the phone. Put that in the show notes. Yeah. You got yeah. it. All right. Anyway, back yes. to the game here that we're already yes. playing. Uh, you know, you can leave us your success story, 503-664-4ADD. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't forget, we are cruising 
toward 100, our first major milestone. I'm going to call it 100 because I love round numbers. 100 supporters on Patreon. It continues to grow every single week, and it is heartwarming and fantastic and wonderful, and I just don't have enough words of exuberance to to describe how cool it feels uh, that uh, listeners like you have reached out to us and, and supported us directly to do what we do and continue to plan to, to grow the show and and uh, in, in new ways. So thank, thank you, you, everybody thank you, thank who has already supported, mm-hmm. uh, already supported us. It's it's amazing to get those emails when each time a new listener has, has joined us. You get access to the Facebook private group, which is fantastic. And people are sharing so many wonderful tools and pictures and, and uh, uh, stories of accountability, requests for accountability. Uh, you get to access the live stream, uh, which, uh, you know, we open up the live stream to anybody who wants to come join us and chat and ask questions when we record the show each week. Uh, and, and of course, you're contributing to our next major milestone uh, uh, on this show. So thank you so much, everybody. Please help us out. Head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast and, uh, and jump in. We appreciate it. Okay. We've got just a little bit more time. We have one more announcement. Uh, for group group coaching. Yes. Gosh, you're... You always think I'm going to forget you. I know. You. you are so on top Why of it. Why do you assume that I'm going to forget I you? I know. I, I'm wrong. You did not forget me, and I really appreciate That's that. My, that is my success story <laughs> no today. Kidding. Uh, yes. Yeah, so let's group talk about coaching. group coaching. One more, uh, uh, just a little bit more time. What is it? What are we down to? Two we weeks? We are down Less than to, two weeks. yeah. That'll be about, a week and yeah, a half so by the time June 29th is the deadline to, uh, to enroll. The actual groups themselves won't start until after the 4th of July holiday, so it will actually be the week of July 9th. Um, I am so happy with the turnout and I want more people to come. We still have probably half of the, the opening still left. I opened up a new session, um, a new evening session just, uh, for another option for times. So please check it out. Go to the website, go to the show notes, check out group coaching. Uh, if you have any questions, you can, you know, ask me directly, just send me an email or whatever. Uh, but I'd love to have you. And um, these are great groups. I love my groups and I love the people in them and I love the connection and the um, everything that we are doing in these things. So um, come join us. How cool it is to have in such a turnout that we've got to expand the groups. That is, that's a. I don't think I ever have win. expanded the groups. So that's I think it's, I mean, amazing. I am thrilled. And yeah. I am so thrilled too. I think we talked about this last week that so many of you actually um, signed up, you know, way beforehand. And that's yeah. awesome. I don't know if you guys know this, but you have ADHD. You do. That's not, yeah. that's out of character I, it for is. people. That's a huge and, success. And I am expecting and, and I am fully embracing that, you know, the day before and the day of the deadline, you know, I'm going to be getting emails and that's yeah, totally cool. be more emails, In right. fact, that's right. I'm so cool about it that you could probably even text me or, you know, email me after the deadline and I would still be okay with it. <laughs> That's how cool. That's how cool Nikki this whole is. thing is. Yeah. Um, but yes, I was really quite impressed with the people that got on it right away. So kudos. Awesome. All right. Jump in. Yeah. Here we go. How Nikki 
do you measure success? Oh. Why do why do you want to do the success story uh, twofer here as we wrap up? Well, spring? I'll tell you, it, it's been on my mind because uh, I well, we have been asking for success stories, right? For this last show of spring, we knew that this was coming up, and uh, I did a Facebook live yesterday about success because I also am doing a webinar around finding your success. Success is just in my world right now, uh, but what I'm finding. <laughs> Finding is that uh, asking the question for our listeners to say, hey, come share with you, you know, share with us your stories. This is a lot harder of a question to answer than I originally expected. I was really surprised by that, too. Just reading the stories that have come in, it seems like they all share that same tone. Like, I didn't know how to approach this. I don't know if I have anything to share. Yes. And so we're not getting, I mean, honestly, I mean, just to be transparent, we're not getting as many as I thought we would get. I mean, I would have hoped to do two shows, like part one, part two, right? right. <laughs> and that's not happening. Yeah. We are getting some. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a great show regardless. But I, what I want people to know is that I think they're selling themselves short. I think that they have a totally. lot more to share than they probably um, realize. Plus, when we have done surveys in the past and asked people, what do you want out of the show? What are you looking more for. Everybody wants to know more about successes. People want to know where people are thriving with ADHD. So I know it's really important um, for people to hear this. And uh, one of the things that that came um, that that came from a Facebook post was that even she acknowledged that many people with ADHD just do not acknowledge when they have accomplished something, even if it's like really amazing. And uh, when I read that, I was like, that is so true, which makes me believe, you know, why this show and the next week's show and the webinar that I'm doing is so important is for people to kind of wake up to, to and pay attention to these things because they're all over you. They're all around you. Yeah. Over you and around yeah. you yeah. and on top of you and below you <laughs> and, and everywhere. And yeah. We're just not seeing them. <laughs> and I got to tell you something. So my son um, the other day was telling me about something that he achieved academically. And he had um, some great praise from an essay that he wrote. And he was telling us this. And instead of just like kind of keep telling us and, you know, being proud of himself, he said, well, I don't want to brag. And I mm. thought, well... What do you, what makes you think you're bragging? You know, and so I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no, Jaden, you know, you didn't, you're not bragging. You should be really proud of this. You worked really hard and, you know, the, the teachers acknowledging you for this and we're really proud of you for all the hard work that you put into it. And so it was just, it really made me realize like even just as parents, society, you know, the culture we live in, it, why we're not embracing our, our achievements, you know, in a more positive way. Um, what do you think? That's really interesting. And I almost feel like we should do a, an episode, like we did the, the reason and excuse episode, the, sh the, the, uh, the pride and, uh, braggadocio, yeah. uh, episode, because there, there is a difference there. There's a difference in doing it. And I think we're, we're culture. Our, our culture is one where pride is, uh, you, you know, is a sin mm -hmm. in, in a lot of, of cultural contexts. It's one of the seven deadly sins. Right. And so, it, you know, it's hard to be prideful uh, and, and do so in a way that's, uh, you know, authentic and 
pure of heart right. when you're taught that being when you are bragging prideful it is a, a brag yeah, right yeah. or it's a sin or it's a terrible thing that that you can't put yourself up uh, you know above others right. and, and so i think it's interesting to look at it that way and i'm um, I, I, I know it's hard for me. It's sure oh, hard yeah. for me. I, I, I take my wins and I put them in my pocket and I, you know, I'll, I'll write them up in day one and then I'll never, you know, see. Oh again. yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. interesting because, you know, I mean, it's just in every day you could get a compliment five times that day, but then you get one comment yeah. that just sort of was, was that really a compliment or was that like a passive aggressive way to tell me that I suck? <laughs> right. Yeah. And so then that's right. what you're thinking about. That's what you're ruminating about is that one comment. And we do that as, you know, as humans. And so, um, that's, that's where this inspiration came from, from this show, next week's show. And I hope to send this message, you know, continuously, because I just think it's really important. Pride is excessive belief in one's own abilities that interferes with the individual's recognition of the grace of God. It has been called the sin from which all others arise. Pride is also known as vanity. Isn't that crazy? Pride, it was pride that it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. St. Augustine. How do you combat that? That's like word of God stuff. Wow. Uh, that's you know. I'm that's, speechless. That's the root. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I disagree. And that's that's weird. It's hard. That's hard to say that. Yeah. But I I mean, yeah. I it's so there I I get, I get it. it. Like I get, there's a line. There's a line. You can go over oh, the totally. line. And when you're a jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's it's different about being being thrilled well, with and, something that you've accomplished. Well, and I'm gonna tell you about the definition of success because I don't agree with the definition Let's of do success it. either. Oh, well, let's pivot right into that then. <laughs> There's so much I disagree about in this world. <laughs> oh, look at you. No, I'm kidding. That's not true. I love I love a lot of things. But these two things, that 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 just doesn't rub the right way. But so yeah. the, the, the definition of success didn't really do it for me either because this is what it says. Uh, I got to read my notes. Okay, here we go. I didn't memorize it. <laughs> uh, the definition of success. According... To what I wrote is the stupid dictionary, <laughs> which goes back to that we didn't like the the uh, the definitions. Yeah, stupid of dictionary last of, week. What was it? Not of focus, but reasons, reasons and, and excuses. excuses. Yeah. All right. So th this is what it is: the accomplishment of aim or purpose, the attainment of popularity or profit, or a person or thing that achieves desired aims or attains prosperity. And I'll tell you why yeah. I don't like it in a minute. But what do you think of this definition? Well, I, you know, I don't like that success is so in, in two of the three of these success is tied to rewards and, and kind of right? money. Yeah. That's right. what I mean. Yeah. Like uh, the attainment of popularity or profit, uh, the person that, that achieves desired aims or attains prosperity. Um, I, I don't like that. I feel like you just, just stop at achieves desired aims. Right. I, I really like the first one, the accomplishment of aim or purpose. You set out to do something and you do it. Let's make that a success. Right. The others, I just, I, I feel like that definition is so tied in a, in a just a rooted in a capitalistic uh, sort of, uh, you know, foundation yes. that I think 
it it strikes at the kind of beating heart of our ability to appreciate the work that we've done. Well, and that's it. Appreciate the work that we've done to get to that accomplishment. Right. So I think yeah. that what, one of the things that I don't like about this is it's too restrictive. I think it only looks at one piece of it and that's the outcome. They're not really looking mm-hmm. at what it takes to get to that outcome. And so when I'm looking at it and I think, okay, accomplish aim or purpose. Well, you could, I feel this is just my opinion. I feel you can still be successful even if you didn't get what you wanted even if you didn't get what you aimed for. Um, because, you know, in reality, life is, you know, life is not fair and we don't always get what we want. That's what I tell my kids all the time. (laughs) But that I don't believe makes us unsuccessful along the way. And I think this takes out the, the journey, the lessons that we learn along, um, the way when we are trying for a new goal or trying for something that, you know, seems out of reach. It's like, what what happens regardless of the outcome? So I think it's just a very restrictive um, definition. I think part of it is is right, like you said in that first one. I totally disagree with the popularity and the the money um, because we, you know, you hear this. It's like you can have all the money in the world and be extremely unhappy and feel un- unsuccessful. You can be the most popular person in the world and be a beep. <laughs> I want to say it. Wow. You feel so strongly about it. You had to self-censor. I had to like censor myself. But you know where I'm going. Oh, I know where you're going. And so, you know, to me, this is just not... Yeah, I just feel it's it's a crazy definition and that's... that's, I don't like it. I don't like it, Pete, right? I don't care for it. I do not care for it. I know. Well, and so interesting. So many there. There's a, a study recently. We should dig it up for the show notes about you know it, that, that attempts to or purports to answer the question: Can money buy happiness? And and you know there you can hang your hat on. No, of course money can't buy happiness. But it turns out money can buy happiness in some very specific contexts. People with resources who allow themselves to buy time. Uh, are happier people, right? People, and I've been trying to do that, right? I feel like it's a huge success that I finally gave in to a a long-held dream that I hire somebody to mow my lawn. I like my lawn more when I don't care for it. Yes. And I like my house more, and that has bought me time to free myself of, of what had become an enormous stress. Yes. And so I call that a success. That's an aim. That's a goal that I've been working yes. toward. And it seems so silly, but but it makes me want to, I actually think of it in terms of, uh, I'm going to need to work one more hour this week so that I can go ahead and pay for my lawn right, care. Right. That is something, yeah, that's something I, that's important to me. So Well, and, and, it- Yes. And I think that goes back to this original question of asking our listeners, where have you found success in your life? Because we're not just looking right. at, I graduated, you know, from college or I graduated from high school or I got this fantastic job that I've always wanted. It could be as simple as, you know, what Pete's saying is that he, he finally decided to, to, get somebody to mow that lawn. And that was, you know, but it's a success. And I think that, you know, when we talk about amazing successes and this, I'm going back to the post that the gal was talking about, um, that we often don't see our amazing successes. 
well, we also aren't seeing all the steps that it's taking for us to get there. And just the right. fact that you tried is, a, you know, to me is, is a success. And I remember when my son was trying out for the, the basketball team and, um, you know, he had a 50, 50 chance, right? I mean, he was either going to get on it or not. We didn't know. And the, the encouragement was, you know what, just go out, try your best, do what you can and whatever happens, happens. And, and uh, he didn't get on it. And that was okay. I mean, you know, he was disappointed and he found another like rec team that he could play on. And, you know, but I don't think it's fair to say that he didn't succeed just because he didn't actually make the team. You know, he went through it. He, he tried, he gave it his best effort. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of things that we can appreciate that I think that, well, Part of the problem is that the word success is too often paired with failure, yes. right? That that it is a binary. It's a it's a binary language, yes. right? It's it's the language of either or, this or that. If you did not get on that team at that time, then you're a failure at basketball. Right. Uh, that's the implication of that sort of language. And in this case, if the goal was, hey, I want to play basketball in an organized fashion on an organized team, then just not making it onto that team doesn't have to be the ultimate failure. Mm-hmm getting on any team, playing on any team, getting your, you know, improving your skills is a success. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it takes a, a leap of intellectual will mm-hmm. to stop and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to redefine this word for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a different person as a result of, of, you know, reframing how I think of success. And uh, that's, that's, it is so important. I'm so glad you bring that up because it really brings me up to my next point. And that's the limiting belief that you have maybe around what you think success is. And that's exactly what you're saying. It's, you know, what, if what you think it is, doesn't match what you really want it to be or how you read, you know, how you end up redefining it at some point, there's a disconnect there. So, um, I've had conversations in the past before where, people didn't feel successful because it wasn't what they thought their parents thought would be successful or what other people thought would be successful. And so, you know, going into, okay, a little deeper conversation of what makes their their opinion so important that you feel unsuccessful and how do we redefine this so that it's, it's yours, it becomes your definition and your, um, your belief that actually serves you and not go against you because you're right. And then you it know, goes into failure or feels like it's failure. Well, and, and that was a big question I had for you going into this yeah. conversation is, is, is that fundamentally how you uh, are, uh, are sort of approached with this discussion of success with your clients? Like, is that kind of what you're hearing is that people are, are not, they, they've defined success and failure based on somebody else's sort of external or extrinsic understanding of what it means to, you know, to go for a win? I, I think that a lot of the times it is. I would never say that it's the majority or it's the only reason because I don't think it's all or nothing. But I can tell you there's been many, many conversations over the past years that I've had with clients that when it came right down to do you feel successful as a mom, as a wife, as a husband, as a professional, it, it, it usually is them comparing themselves to what they think they should be, um, or comparing themselves to what, um, they think others, other people's expectations are so, so much that it goes back into, is this really truth? 
Is, do you know this yeah. for sure? That your coworkers yeah. are not happy with your performance? And then when- Like if you went and asked them right what, now. What would they say? And, yeah. Yeah. you know, I've never had anybody actually do that. <laughs> But it would be really interesting to see what they said. I mean, we don't know what they would say. Um, but a lot of it is coming from from these limiting beliefs and, and these expectations of what of what they think they should be. And should is a, you know, that's it's a bad a word. word. I mean, it's a loaded word. I mean, there is times where it makes sense, but there's a lot of times where it doesn't. So um, and that's where I think it's so important that we have this conversation is I really want people to to not limit, you know, what they think this means. And maybe we reword it. I mean, I do that a lot of times, like when we talked about this with my group coaching, instead of goal, we're going to just talk about focus. What's your focus for the week? Mm -hmm. And maybe we, we, you know, we, we reword, <laughs> um, and not say it's it's a success. Maybe it's more about just thriving. Because the other thing is that somebody else uh, pointed out that I think is really um, important to share is that this is a work in progress. So just because we are not saying that, oh, you found your success, so now you don't have any more problems with ADHD. Oh, Nikki, you just hit it. Oh, my God. I have to just, I'm sorry. I got to talk. Please. I'm taking, the, I'm taking over the camera. Take it here. over. Look, this is my number one uh, challenge in my life, yeah. which is I set a, I'll set a goal. And I'll work hard toward the goal and I'll break down all of the steps that it takes to accomplish the goal. And then I'll accomplish the goal. I will succeed. And I'm all high and mighty and proud of myself that I did it. Likely not talking about it to anybody because that's also who I am. But then I stop doing it altogether because I won. I'm done with that yeah. thing. I don't have it. And so that makes it so enormously difficult to create any lasting behavior change that is more than just a sprint because I spent a lot of time focusing on how to manage sprints in my life and, uh, you know, how to manage in the day-to-day -day work that I'm doing, how to use it to get things done. That was a major accommodation to help me live with uh, and in partnership with my ADHD. And now I've, I've, I've landed on it, but it also makes it really hard to do, to change my behavior for the rest of my life. I'm thinking specifically about, you know, uh, physical fitness mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I have these three great apps, right? Uh, the, the six weeks to do X numbers of exercises, I couldn't do a pull-up to save my mm -hmm. life, but I wanted to do 20 in a row and I did it. And I could take my big heavy bones and I could pull myself up and down 20 times in a row. And once I accomplished that, I thought, oh, well, I guess at least I know I can do it. And I never did a pull-up again. Right. And now I can't do pull-ups yeah. again. I should still be able to do pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I never should you? I don't know. I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, just in the right. context of staying yeah. healthy and yeah. strong, I, that's an area where should, I think, really applies. Yeah. I should be able to to continue to to be strong for thrivance purposes. Like, I, in order for me to be able to thrive, I need to... I need to be healthy and strong mm -hmm. and keep my muscles working. And I just stopped doing it because I thought, well, at, at least I know I can. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now I'm done. That is a real challenge mm -hmm. for me when all of my accommodations have been just get through the next moment, mm -hmm. just accomplish the next thing on the list. But I think that's really telling what you just said, you know, being in being in the moment and accomplishing what is next on the list. I think that, yeah. you know, what you're explaining 
isn't just an ADHD thing, especially when it comes to no, exercise, right? I mean, gosh, I'm a living um, example yeah. of that. Um, right. And uh, and it's and it's complicated. And I'm still trying to figure out why we can get into these habits and be so good for so long, and then you know they just drift. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, what I can say is that when I was going back to the to the point of just because you have achieved the the 20 pull-ups, it doesn't mean your ADHD goes away. It doesn't mean that that can't still be something that you continue to do. But then now we've got to figure out a different way to maintain it. Now we've got to figure out a, a yeah. different way to, to keep it in our lives and to keep it important. And I'm trying to figure that out. Like, how can I reframe what how I think of exercise so that I can still get the movement in without feeling the dread of having to do it 30 minutes every morning? Um, so I think it's a constant work in progress. And, and that's mm-hmm. really, you know, where I want us to celebrate the wins along the way. And just the fact that you did it before is a win because you know you can do it again. And maybe you don't do 20. Maybe that, you know, because you're getting older there, my friend. Hey, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I have to now throw I have a little humor in here. Uh, but now whatever it is, you it. know, is that you're doing what you can. And, and I... What in my own personal journey, what I have found is that I just can't give up on myself. Like I have to know, I know it's important. I know that the fitness and the health and all of that is really important. And I just can't give up paying attention to it. And as long as I'm still paying attention to it and still making some effort, I feel like I'm winning, (laughs) you know? That's huge. Um, yeah, right. And so, and that's where I want people who have ADHD and they're dealing with all of these different struggles because it certainly is more than just having what you exp- – I mean, there's it, it affects you in so many different ways is to really just recognize, you know, the, the, the small wins, get you to the bigger, amazing accomplishments. And then, you know, you got to kind of figure out what's next after that. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm – what I'm, you know, just sort of – trying to explain mm-hmm. is that you know we all deal yes. with this obviously we all deal with this and for me i think it is exacerbated by the accommodations i put in place to support my adhd yeah yeah and and that's the hard part because now it means that changing one thing means i have to in some way approach you know my accommodations differently yeah. uh, and so it, it to your point it's a work in progress mm-hmm. but every day is a success if you are learning from what you're trying mm-hmm. to do, if you're trying new things, if you're if you continue to put thought and approach to it, if you don't, as you say, give up. Yeah. Uh, and so, so what's the challenge? Well, for I have us? a little bit of a challenge, kind of a fun little challenge, um, is to ask the listeners to to think about you know when, how or how do they define their success. And uh, what does that mean to them? So we, you know, just to give them an example, because people like examples. um, I know for me, if I've tried, I feel like I've succeeded. If I had the right intentions in going into something, I feel like I'm good. Um, Mm -hmm. And if I can say I really learned from the the experience, then I feel like I've succeeded. Um, Even more so, if I can learn from that experience and actually take action, wow, hallelujah. To me, that's an amazing um, success. Cause a lot of times it's yeah. hard to learn and not actually change. So, um, so that's what I want people to do is think about, you know, how they define it, how they measure it. And then, uh, take a piece of paper, maybe in a journal, however you want to document this, you have, um, day one, you could easily do something like this on the computer, right? Is it called day one? 
day one, Evernote, Evernote whatever, whatever you yeah. want, wherever we're going to put it. But document times in your life, not just one or two, but different times in your life where you felt happy, you felt proud of yourself. I'm ignoring the whole pride thing as being an angel becoming a devil thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. When were you... Right. When were you uh, most proud? When did you feel like you were resilient? Where you persevered through something? Um, and, you know, the great thing is, is this list belongs to you. So you don't have to feel, you know, any kind of concern about bragging. There's no judgment here. This is um, for you. Mm-hmm. And keep adding to it. You know, keep adding to this list. Um, and what I hope it does for you is it, it, it it's a it's a great reminder of how awesome you are. Um, how awesome everything, um, that you do and how it affects you, but not only the world, whether you know it or not, it does. And, uh, that ADHD doesn't define you, you know, who you are as a person isn't your ADHD. And, uh, that's what, you know, these, these, uh, documentation of these stories and these moments, you know, that's, that's where it counts. Do you know what I like to think about when we do this? I think about my mother. You do. Yeah, and you should think about your mother too, because you know when you're a kid and you do something special, you do a spelling bee, you get up and do a play, even if you're a tree yeah. in a school play in the sixth <laughs> it's like grade, the right? Most awesome thing, right? Your mother always talks about you in the most florid language, yes. right? The most exuberance. How, if you were your own mother, how would you document your successes? Yeah. That's the exercise. Yeah. How would you talk about yourself if you were your own mother? Absolutely. Uh, now. Unless you have a terrible relationship with your mother, then don't, don't do, do that. that. But Find somebody if, else. If your mother was one of those mothers uh, that actually, you know, was is super proud of the tree, yeah. how would you document your own language? That. So, as far as that model goes, yeah. play with yeah. it. I think it's fun. I added uh, as a result of us planning the show and my little day one daily template. I just added daily win. Yes. What's the daily win? I, love that. I just have to fill it in. Daily win colon. Fill in the blank. Uh, what did I do that was a thing that I can be proud of today? The thing that I accomplished, that I finished, that I tried something new, that I, whatever. And I'm, can I just give you? I'm going to do it Yes. Too. And I can just, again, I'm talking about little things. I was, I was proud of myself for doing the dishes yesterday. <laughs> I did, That's a good example. I did not want to do them. I was going to leave them. I didn't care for them. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. you know, uh, but I thought, no, I'm going to go ahead and, and at least do some of it. And then I ended up doing all of it. And I was really happy with it. I was like, wow, look what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the dishes. I'm amazing. I'm, amazing. I'm an amazing <laughs> mom for doing the dishes there you of go. my kids. You did yeah, the dishes. Yeah. So anyway, but I think it's great. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Nikki. And thank you, everybody, for hanging up, uh, hanging around with us uh, this uh, fine hour. And uh, we sure appreciate it. Try it out. Give it a shot. Share your results. And we'll talk about more success stories next week. Uh, we appreciate your time and attention, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. 